Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a spooky Halloween. Uh, Ned decided to dress up like Peter Chris from Kiss. He's the cat, which I thought was a uh, fitting costume for you this year. And it's I, appropriate I, since I have two of them. I, exactly. <laughs> I, know, I knew that you had the tie there and you were a big fan uh, for the drums. So I was like, uh, it's, it's a, you got to be Peter Chris this year. So if you see a guy dressed up like Peter Chris and you're like, who's that? That's Ned Reynolds. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate you spending all that time this morning putting all that makeup on. All right. So. Uh, whiskers got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chiefs had the weekend off. Um, Patrick Mahomes down in Texas Tech getting into the Ring of Honor. That was pretty cool. I saw Travis Kelsey at his brother's game um, against the Steelers and that blowout in Philly yesterday. Um, so they were taking the weekend off. I figured there wouldn't be a whole lot of news, but then all of a sudden there's a little bit of murmur saying that Rojo's unhappy once out. Well, he's been on the practice squad. Let him go. Yeah, what a surprise. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's it's t- surprising to me that the Chiefs even kept him in the first place. We had him on the released list at the very start of the season, and yet Ron Jones stayed around, got him from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so I'm assuming that the Chiefs felt they had to justify their acquisition. But the guy hadn't played a bit, has not played one single minute, and he wants, he wants to play. He wants to be out of there and doing something contributory to a team. Well... There's a reason why he's not playing. That's because he doesn't fit into their scheme of things. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if today or very early tomorrow the Chiefs either trade him or uh, or release him somewhere along the line. The Chiefs have until 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Well, not just the Chiefs. Anybody in the NFL has until 3 o'clock Central Time tomorrow to make a deal. That's the NFL trading deadline. When it comes to an end, that's it. No deals. Now you can release and pick up players, but you can't trade anybody. So we'll see. We'll see what happens to the disgruntled Ronald Jones, who has not been a factor at all for the Chiefs. No, I mean he was. I think it was a depth pickup the whole time, and you never know what something could happen. You have a guy um, who played for the uh, the Rams yesterday with the uh, Cam situations going on on the West Coast, or he's kind of like not really with the. It's so weird, but anyway, the rookie coming yesterday, and he played pretty good. So you know what? Next man up. If you don't want to be that guy, then. Bye. All right, college football over the weekend. I got to give a big props to my K-State Wildcats just blowing out the number nine Cowboys. 48-0, and I am absolutely astounded. Not that K-State won. I kind of thought they would. But, boy, blowing out a good team like Oklahoma State, that is a big deal. And speaking of blowouts, we had one here in town which the Bears had to get. Beat Western Illinois 64-14. The Western Illinois team just simply not very good, folks. When they came out of the locker room, that's where I stand down on the field where the opposing team comes in. They didn't have very many players at all. They came down here with a smaller squad and quite literally smaller because they, they had not a whole lot of size to them. And the Bears dismantled them, took them apart right now. They couldn't play any defense. Western Illinois did get a couple of scores and had played close the week before against Youngstown State, lost to them by one point. But this team hasn't won yet this year, and I don't think they're going to win a single game. They're just not a a very good football team at all. They don't play well. There's not a good concept in what they're doing. They have a really, really good wide receiver. Nassim Brantley, who's one year, he's a graduate transfer, but he can't do it himself, and the team is just not very good. Anyway, the Bears needed that win, got it. Let's see if that bolsters their confidence. They go up and play South Dakota in Vermilion, South Dakota this week. 
come home for their final home game against Youngstown and then close the season on the road at Indiana State. And that'll be it. They're not going to any playoffs this year. But still, nice win and one the fans wanted to see. Yeah, well, especially homecoming weekend, you got to get the dub. Um, and uh, they made it to where they could. It was uh, a blowout for sure. Speaking of blowouts, I was very disappointed in my alma mater on Friday after not beating Lee Summit in uh, the opening weekend of the playoffs for high school football. Well, so was I. Uh, so was everybody else. So we were doing that game, and the, the Kickapoo team for some reason didn't play quite as sharp as I thought they were going to. Lee's Summit West is not bad, and in all honesty, Mike, probably play, and this is not a condemnation of anything, but probably play a tougher regular season schedule than Kickapoo does. By tougher, I'm talking about higher class teams. Kickapoo plays within their conference and play well. It's, It's a good team, had a good defense, but here comes Lee Summit West into town, and they had a running game that was pretty good. Not a spectacular offense at all, but a running game that was very effective. And they knock off Kickapoo, but the Chiefs aren't the only ones. How about zero for Springfield? Not a single team in this city got a win. It sucks. And that's got to be a huge disappointment to everybody. Glendale loses at home to Rolla. Uh, Parkview and Hillcrest were both on the road. They were expected to lose. Springfield Catholic loses. Central playing at home. Now, that in and of itself is not a surprise. Now, don't I'm not criticizing anything, but Central has played way below their level but for a reason. They haven't had a good haven't had a good 20 years. They haven't been uh, playing teams and yet they have been. It's a little bit misleading, but because the kids haven't shown up for football. They've had to lower their schedule a little bit. Well, now they're showing up for football, and Coach Shem Johnson has them really motivated and excited. And they're playing and beating some of these beat, well, didn't beat them, but played Marionville, number one team in the area, close, very close. Well, now they play at their same level. Waynesville came in here, and Waynesville won 18 to nothing. But that, that, does, that doesn't sell Central short. Central's on the way back and going to play well and I'm really looking forward to what they have in the future under this coach. Yeah, I was going to say, that coach has definitely done changed. Done a very nice job with them and changed the culture yep. over there a little bit. And that is exactly what you need. But bottom line is this, for 2022, over the uh, over the season as far as the playoffs are concerned. Uh, well, I guess everyone can send their prayers and good thoughts to the Kansas City Chiefs is what we need. There was one <laughs> uh, game, though, or one team that I really, really felt good about, and that's Willard. Uh, Willard hadn't won a game all year long. Not one single game. They go to Neosho and win. And now they graduate onto the playoffs. They're not going to last very long. But, but, but having said that, uh, Nixa, which was expected to win, certainly did. Nixa's really, really good. Republic, Bolivar, Mount Vernon, they all got wins. That's just among the many in the area who scored victories in the first round of district play. I guess a Springfield needs to be a rooting for Nixa or Willard or someone outside of Springfield. So if you take your kids in Ned's neighborhood, you're probably going to go through and do some trick-or-treating. But there's going to be one house with the lights completely off. And the only thing you might be able to see is a TV flickering. And that'll be Ned in there eating all the candy to himself watching his Phillies take on the Astros. You've got my game plan down. I know you very well, sir. (laughs) I wouldn't say better than you know yourself, but pretty damn close. This game three coming up tonight, and the series does move to uh, Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. And I'm going to – I've said this before, and I I actually mean Houston is the better team. There's no question about that. Heck, they won 106 games this year, and 
Philadelphia 187. Philly is hot. Did win the first game down in Houston, 6-5. But did get beaten on Saturday by a score of 5-2. So the series is now even at 1-1. It's a best of seven. The next three games are in Philadelphia. Philly theoretically could sweep and win the World Series in Philly. That's why I want to see the game more than anything else tonight and tomorrow night and uh, on uh, Wednesday because I want to see how the fans react to all of this. I'm from there. I know I was a Philly fan when I was a kid growing up. I know how they behave. <laughs> it's only gotten worse, my man. Oh, heavens, yes, it's gotten <laughs> I mean, they are raucous. And in a sense, you saw a little bit of that with the Eagles and the Steelers yesterday. Oh, yeah. The bottom line is they want... They want to win so badly, Philadelphia fans, because they have not had big winners over the years. I know the Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and the Phillies won a World Series back in 08 and 09, somewhere around there. But it's not on a consistent basis. And It's a big city, and those fans want the wins. Well, we'll find out what happens, but I'm anxious to see how Philadelphia reacts on a Halloween night. You would think uh, having the having the ticket prices so high that would kind of get, get that element out of there, but it's actually quite the opposite, which is funny to me because it's like you're going to drop, you know, five figures on a trip to go see a game and then you go in there drunk and act like an idiot and get kicked out. It's the average <laughs> price, folks. The average it's ticket crazy. price for a game in Philadelphia is $3,200. a lot. Of, and then, yeah, so times two and then a hotel and travel and all that stuff. Ooh. Ooh, man, who's got that kind of dough? I don't. <laughs> all right, so going into the weekend, we got great news that the uh, relief pitcher, uh, Wayno, is going to be coming back for the Cardinals, which will be great. But... We got more good news over the weekend. They did, indeed. It's been a, been a slight question mark. I, I really think the overwhelming thought process with the Cardinals and Cardinals fans was that Arnato would return. But he did have that clause in his contract that said he could opt out after this year and become a free agent. But Arnato said late on Saturday that he will not do that. He will return as a member of the Cardinals. He likes the organization, thinks they're going to go places. That's what these guys want, Mike. Uh, you know, they're making big money. It's not a matter of getting more money. I mean, my gosh, how much can you make? But that's not what they want. They want that ring. That's the bragging point, not just in baseball, but in every single sport. Those athletes are so very proud of those championship rings. And that's what Arnado wants. And I guess he thinks he can get that with the St. Louis Cardinals. Anyway, he said, I'm returning. like everything about St. Louis, so I'm going to be here. And that's good news. He had 31 home runs this year. And a guy who can hit the ball, he's only 31 years old, so he can do an awful lot of things. So Arnado coming back. And that is a given. Sigh of relief collectively in the uh, St. Louis area and parts of down here in Springfield when that was announced. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, ah, yes, he's coming back. So I guess we passed the test because it's reciprocal. If we, if the fans were bad to him, then he could have been like, you know what? Well, St. Louis a little, little known fact about that is Arnado played down here yeah. in the Texas League, but it wasn't with the Cardinals. It was with the Colorado Rockies and their farm club at the time was the Tulsa Drillers. And uh, he, oh gosh, yes, uh, Scott Bales and I would point him out. That guy's going to the big leagues. No question about it. He, he's a pretty good a player. Special guy, definitely, definitely. Um, I know Ned is also very excited. Not only is his Phillies playing in the series this week, but college basketball is back, my guy. The exhibition games are this week, and the Lady Bears will play an exhibition game on Wednesday night at the Great Southern Bank Arena. They're going to play Missouri S&T, that's Rolla, and their women's team is pretty doggone good. The guys, the men, will play on Saturday night, and they will play Kansas Newman. 
And Kansas Newman, folks, is in Wichita. Kansas Newman is a new team. They're brand new in the MIAA Conference. They're Division II, and I suspect they'll have a pretty good level of talent. That Kansas Newman team is also playing tonight, and they're playing their cross-city rivals, Wichita State. Mm -hmm. That will be interesting. There is one game that has been completed, and that was last night. Drury went up to Omaha, Nebraska and played Creighton. Now, folks, keep in mind, Creighton is the number nine team in America. That is Division One, like North Carolina's one, mm-hmm. Gonzaga's two. Creighton is number nine. They're pretty doggone good. They beat Drury 109 to 57. So that, I know it's a lopsided score and all that sort of thing, but that's not unexpected. After all, you have a huge difference in talent going on and in size. And uh, that's that Money, was expected. recruiting, <laughs> and, and recruiting, yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, to, that's not that's not the embarrassment that one would think it was going to be. I'm, I'd like Drury for going up there and giving it a try anyway yeah, against a big timer. They get a check, kind of is that the oh, same? Oh yes. yeah, okay. Yes, well, yes. we know what the, we know what's at the end of the <laughs> rainbow, then, don't we? Ned, it won't be a, a big bowl of candy for this guy. It'll be some whiskey in the World Series tonight, sir. Right. Have a good one, man.